0: Hey, hey, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've done Fun Facts with Taryn. Has it been? Fun fact, fact or fiction, whatever <laughs> it's called. Um, this one actually like got my mind going. Mm-hmm. Did you know that your nostrils only work one at a time? No. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> when we breathe in and out of our nose during the day, one nostril does most of the work at a time... With the duties switching every several hours, this is, so like it's your nasal cycle. So like every (laughs) few hours, it switches jobs. So when your nose gets stuffed up, it's usually
1: one at a time, which is so true. I was going to say that actually makes... A lot of sense to me because some days I'm a mouth breather and some days I'm not and that's because the left side of my nose like doesn't work it's like not concave fully but like it doesn't work well my right side I feel like does breathe well all the time. Interesting. I
0: don't know. Isn't that fascinating? Very. Wow. (laughs) The human body is a wonder.
1: My god. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. How how are you, Ash? I'm doing so good. You know what I did yesterday for the first time what? ever? I didn't know I was doing this, but it happened. I went to my first like 4D real D experience. Oh. I've never done one before. A riot. An actual riot. I had so much fun.
0: <laughs> Wait, like what describe.
1: So I went to go see Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and didn't know that. We Got the 4D real experience tickets. It oh, is a you're ride. talking about the
0: um in a movie, yeah, like 4D in a movie, yes.
1: So oh, I went okay, to go okay, see okay. a movie, unintentionally bought these tickets the 4D where the chairs 3D. move and they vibrate oh, and shut they go up. up and down, yeah. I didn't think that was a thing, you. it sprayed water in my face. What? I was where it was 3D, so it was. I did not realize that this is where we were at with movies. (laughs) I had no idea. I felt like I was on a Disney ride the entire time. Bugs Life. Remember Bugs Life? At Disneyland, it does that where it like shoots oh, stuff at yes. you and then the bugs are crawling yes. under your seat. Like stuff Honey, like that. I Shrunk the Audience. Very similar, except wow. the chairs actually move. Like I didn't
0: know that was move. a thing. Where, I... did,
1: where did you go? What theater? Regal. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was. I didn't. I was like, wow, these are pretty expensive. Got two tickets for 60 bucks. Well, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> we were like, oh. First sure. clue. <laughs> I, w- assume, I w- must have been some really nice chairs. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. Wow. And then, yeah, did the full experience and then, as with like any Marvel movie, there's so much action. So yeah. we, the entire time, I had to take my earrings out because it was bouncing my head back and forth Seriously? so much. Yeah, it was like, these earrings are kind of heavy. So I was feeling it yeah. <laughs> like... That affects you. you know, three hours later in the movie, <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, it was, a, it was kind of a lot. That's but, interesting. Uh, we I saw the trailer, one of the trailers for um, Maverick, Top Gun's Maverick. Yes. And I just in the trailer was like, I could never watch that movie in this seat because it was just nonstop moving. Oh, the flying yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> it was yeah. constant. I feel like, yeah, there would be
0: very specific types of movie that that would be enjoyable versus yeah. like you feel motion like sick. Like
1: at least with Marvel, like there's times where they're just sitting and talking and it's, yeah. it's quiet for a bit. But when the, the fight long scenes? fight scenes come, I was like, whiplash much okay
0: so i heard someone i still haven't seen doctor strange which i need to because that was like one of my favorite marvel movies i just that was my second time seeing it but i heard it's like one of the most violent marvel movies that's come out like someone said they were kind of thrown off
1: by the obviously no spoilers but it was dark and i didn't realize or i didn't expect it to be dark
0: yeah they said it was like dark in a way that they were like i was kind of freaked out
1: yeah, I don't think it was that scary. You can handle yeah. it, no problem. But I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, oh, interesting, interesting, <laughs> interesting.
0: sure, 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 sure." Um, cool. Uh, what is my update? No pressure. Oh, I I feel like I've been very um, obsessed with nesting, like my apartment. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I are we pregnant? <laughs> are we expecting? I would have to be. The Virgin Mary. I would Mod- modern day Virgin Mary. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I've had my apartment for a few months now, but yeah, life has just been nuts, like crazy busy. So every weekend, I feel like there's something where I'm gone, or I'm going to a music festival, or going on vacation, or going on a trip. Like so, during the week. When I get home, I just want to chill and yeah. do nothing. So certain things like I'm still decorating. I'm still trying to find ways that things function right. And so I've been and I tend to get very, <laughs> very into making sure that everything is super functional in the apartment. and I get obsessed with it. Yeah. So I feel like I've been doing that a lot and things are definitely starting to feel complete now, which Good. is exciting. So that's been kind of my life. Like, I am I just want to, like, dive in and so I can be done. That's how I feel. Yeah. So I love that. You'll have to come over, Ganesh. Oh. See the spot. I should come over and bake cookies. I I'm would love. I'm on a cookie love, kick, people.
1: Cookie I would kick. love.
0: Cookie kick. You should, like, show your recipe. Like, Never. make up your recipe and share it. People would love that. Never. No? No.
1: I probably will. to little house. I'll run out of a... Uh, of uh, reels, <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch next week. I'll be like, hey guys, just gonna share yeah. my <laughs>
0: <laughs> my cookie recipe. On a real note,
1: I'm 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 on this I'm at this place with social media. I kind of what I don't want to say I hate it, but oh. I I'm not I'm I'm in an I'm over it phase right now. And Why? we've all been there. I don't know. I'm just at a point now. I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, almost eight years. And when you say
0: hate, like you hate going on it, well, like it's affecting you like in a I bad don't, way. I, you know, like, feel like I don't even go on
1: and scroll anymore. I don't really. scroll. Yeah. I don't even go TikTok. on and look at stories anymore. Yeah. Really. um Unless I'm on there to post for work. Yeah. You know, um, but I just feel like it's so stale and repetitive. Well, you know and why? I don't want to post anymore because... I feel like, one, I feel like I've done everything original that I have in my (laughs) pocket that I am capable of. And then um, I feel like everything on on social media is just so redundant. Like everyone's doing the same things. I'm tired of seeing your morning routine. I'm tired of seeing like your fitness outfit. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else. I'm posting the same shit. No, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But like I'm, I'm just in a weird place with work. And posting and social media and I've I haven't like intentionally backed taken time off, but I've backed off. Yeah. I've noticed you backed off. Yeah. I I just feel weird about it.
0: I will say though, like I don't like scrolling anymore on Instagram because when I do scroll, it's all videos and Mm -hmm. it's all from platforms and sites that I'm like, why are you pushing this content so much? Like I don't even see People I follow is like photos or no. what they're up to. So I scroll for like 20 seconds and all I'm seeing is like 50 videos from Barstool Sports or also, like, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. At some point within the last three years, I feel like we went from, there's a small group of influencers to now everyone's an influencer, yeah. which I'm not hating on. No. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that does mean you scroll through a lot of ads. Yeah. A lot of curated content, brand content. And I... Yeah, I just miss
0: like scrolling through and seeing like my friends' pictures of yeah. their weekend or yeah. their kids or their dog. Like yeah. everything is a video of something that I'm like. I feel like I'm on TikTok right now. I just yeah. want to see.
1: I feel the, like the, select few people that I follow for a reason. The algorithm is like forcing yeah. the same type of content, which I, I understand to a degree. Like I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're trying to figure out what content you like, and they're trying to give that to you. Yeah, but. Also, probably, I think personally, forgetting like what it, what the purpose of this platform was to yeah. begin with, and I, yeah, I agree. I feel like, and I think it's a a worldwide thing. I feel like a lot of people just aren't posting anymore because of the redundancy of posting. Yeah, and I, I'm one of those people that I've been sharing my life online for a really long time now, and I can't tell you the last time I saw something original yeah unless you're an actual artist or like photographer it's all the same yeah and I'm in again I don't want to like sound like I'm hating on people I'm putting myself in the same category that's why I haven't been posting as much because I'm just like what yeah I'm I don't know what else to do yeah you want to be inspired or like yeah just
0: see well I think it is we want to see people's like their lives like they're just yeah. like authentic authentic lives. things that go on day to day not just like yeah the same all same all no yeah. it's true i feel that i definitely don't scroll on instagram and so every once in a while like someone if i do see a post of someone's and like i'll go to their instagram and i'll be like oh my gosh they've posted all these things yeah. but i don't see any no. of that like i just literally my feed is always barstool sports and it sucks because i I like following some of the stuff they do, but it's gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm going to mute you (laughs) because for some reason that's because Instagram is pushing through. Like, it's none of the people I actually follow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it is weird. Well, this was
1: a tangent. But I love it. But a good one. But you know most people are like, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, let's go ahead and get into the tearing it up. Um, you guys know we love a good, funny story, and that's what tearing it ups are all about. So uh, here is one that I think is going to give us a good little laugh. I'm not going to say the title because it gives away way too much. Okay, okay, She is not anonymous. Her name is Kay. Oh, hi, hey, Kay. She writes, Kay writes, I've compli- complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me try that again. I've contemplated for a solid five minutes whether to say Ash and Taryn or Taryn and Ash. So I'll just go. With this, hi, girls, LOL. Hey. My name is Kay, and you are more than welcome to say it if this story gets chosen to be read for the podcast. I listen to UA nearly every night as I'm falling to, falling asleep. Shoot, as in parentheses, weird? Maybe. But it helps, LOL. Sure. I love that. Whatever gets you to sleep. My, I love it. My current thing is um, commercial airliner on the Calm app for sleeping commercial air oh like it makes airplane noises yeah i hmm. used to listen to rain religiously and um have since then for the last like 5 months listened to commercial airliner a winner guys
0: i've heard um people I'm out in a listen second.
1: to um
0: there's like dishwasher or like dryer yeah. or stuff like yeah. that i've never so that's why that. i like
1: the commercial airliner cuz it's a low hum Mm-hmm. with very subtle little like beeps and kind of creaks and stuff that's yeah. very much like and when i'm on a plane i'm i'm so oh, tired i fall yeah. asleep with so I knock fast out too. it's so great okay anyways i don't think it's weird is what i'm saying you were actually my most listened podcast in 2021 you've got ah. a big fan on your hands over here taryn your recent youtube series has inspired me beyond belief to be more confident in my physical body and prioritize my mental health so thank ah. you both for being you I love that. Now, onto my story. Some background info. As I mentioned, my name is Kay. I am a senior undergraduate student graduating this year. Whoop, whoop. Get a girl. Majoring in dance education and early childhood education. I hope to teach in either pre kindergarten, kindergarten, or first grade and incorporate creative movement and kinesthetic opportunities in my classroom. I heavily prioritize allowing children to express and indulge in their very natural physical energy that is so often condemned in school environments. Like that.
0: Yeah. Kay. This is I mean, you are barking up my tree, girl.
1: <laughs> this is like my geeky side comes out. I love that. We love it. Amazing. She writes, anyways, this story took place in my modern dance class in November of 2020. I was very fortunate to have my dance courses in person at this time when so many students were learning virtually. However, this day, I wish that we were virtual. Oh. I got dressed for class in a pair of my favorite seamless leggings. Now, this may be TMI, but it's crucial information to the story. I don't wear underwear with my seamless leggings, and I'm not sorry about it. It's just not comfortable to me. I lived close enough to campus where I could walk to class. However, in New England, and with it being November, it was at least 20 degrees outside, Um, So at the very last minute, I decided to throw some sweatpants on over my leggings to walk to class. She has in parentheses. Thank God. We started every class with a whole group warm-up stretch led by our professor. It was the same thing every class, so I had the routine nearly memorized by now. We got to the point in our warm-up where we are all sitting in a straddle position, legs open to the side to stretch our inner thighs. The top of my legs rolled down a bit, so I bent to adjust them. When I looked in the mirror and saw a gaping hole in the crotch of my leggings... (gasps) And just to remind you, I don't wear underwear with my seamless leggings. I immediately closed my legs and froze. I had no idea what to do. My whole hoo-ha was literally out. I ran to my backpack and threw on my sweatpants that I had almost decided against before leaving my apartment. I don't think any of my fellow classmates noticed because we were all so spread out due to COVID restrictions at the time. However... My professor had been circling the room and walked by me multiple times that day and I had no idea how long my leggings had been ripped. So there's a pretty good chance my professor got to know me on a whole new level that day. I finished my class in my sweatpants and immediately called my mom to tell her what happened as soon as I walked out of the dance studio. She was laughing so hard that she physically choked. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I still don't know for sure if my professor saw. Maybe I'll finally get the courage to ask now that I'm graduating. haha. <laughs> and no, I still don't wear underwear with my seamless leggings. It's just not comfortable. So if my leggings rip and people see my hoo-ha, well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, girls, for taking the time to read my story. I hope it was entertaining for you um, as it has been for everyone else that I've told it to. Um, I know you guys both like pictures, so I've attached one. Oh my gosh, you are there gorgeous. She is. Beautiful. There she is. I mean, I think it's safe to say your professor a thousand percent saw and just didn't know what to say. I mean, unless she yeah. circled the room multiple times and like helped the girls stretch. Usually you would help from. Oh yeah, maybe you do. I'm. I mean, if it were me, I wouldn't know what to say.
0: Like, the the female. The female organ down there <laughs> is just not ever something that I feel like anyone would want to, like, make eye contact with. Yeah. It's so, not- like, if it's your butt or, like, your butt crack or something, like, even that is like, oh,
1: haha, embarrassing. But, like, But that's yeah. what I mean is I feel like if there was a hole that was around her butt area, I'd be more inclined to be like, oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but that's such, like, such a private thing that I wouldn't yeah. really know, especially as a professor what to say. Because because you're like you wouldn't, I don't know, it's risky and I wouldn't yeah. know what to do. So yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if professor saw. Ooh,
0: <laughs> Dear God. That's so uh, awkward. Oh, hopefully so it's it titled I think
1: my professor saw my lady bits.
0: Hopefully it was like I mean I think you would feel like a breeze down there. So hopefully it wasn't like it was like <clears throat> a newer
1: <laughs> one i'm assuming i'm assuming it was newer because and i say this because if you put sweatpants over i feel like you would feel that yeah i mean i guess it depends on how baggy your sweatpants are yeah but i feel like you would feel the fabric some friction yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know oof i have
0: never been one that can like free ball it like i just don't like the feeling at all like i cannot I've never been able to. Yeah, like, and I remember it was funny. Like there was like this period of time in high school where, you know, like when you're younger, like all of a sudden something's cool, like out of nowhere, it'll be like, oh, everyone's wearing like this type of thing or like mm-hmm. everyone like, you know, in 21 Jump Street, it's like, yeah, no, it's one shoulder. Oh, now two shoulders is yeah. cool with the backpack. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a period of time where I don't know if it's like girls are trying to seem like sexy, but they would say like, oh, I'm not wearing any underwear. So I remember like one day being like, I'm going to not wear underwear. And I it was the most miserable day of my life. I hated it. I've hated. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like the feeling.
1: I mean, I don't know. I do it. I do it. You're a free baller. I (laughs) like it. But I don't. It's not. I do think it's something that we you can't do it in jeans you can't there's yeah. specific ways you can and can't do it and obviously for girls you can only it's hard yeah <laughs> on certain times of the month yeah uh, but we're getting off track here <laughs> are we talking about <laughs> hi dad no i'm just kidding it's <laughs> 90 <laughs> of the time i'm just lounging at home or running errands. yeah, yeah. i'm not like anywhere oh out. Sh-
0: we get it okay it's fine jeez um, um okay (laughs) why are we getting to know Taryn and Ashley (laughs) on a whole new level whole new level
1: we take a poll about Um. this later
2: When you Angie that, download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's angi.com.
0: I'm gonna get into my story. And this is gonna be interesting because this is actually a very close friend. Oh shoot which drama the second I start reading it you're gonna know who I'm talking about oh, Ash interesting. so it'll be interesting cause I feel like obviously I've already given my friend advice yes but like it'll be interesting if there's a difference how we give advice when we like know personally and know the story yeah versus like where we're trying to be careful of like what we can and can't say you right. know 100% um, cause she said she was gonna write in and I was like okay do you think girl, <laughs> the world's gonna know no I'm just kidding <laughs> Okay, hi ladies I love you both very much ah! we love you too I don't know who it is <laughs> I'm writing to ask for advice about something I never thought I would need help with Ooh. I had been with my boyfriend for roughly 7 8 might as well have been 9 years we've known each other for 9 but had 2 periods of break breaks over that time He recently ended our relationship because of two reasons. One, he doesn't know who he is anymore and he needs to focus on finding that out. Two, he no longer wants to get married ever or have kids, a family. I think that as sudden as this was, we were at a point where it was either get engaged or break up. I just never saw the breaking up as a reality. Now that it is, I'm struggling in weird ways. I deal with intense physical anxiety symptoms when I'm in a bad place. And the last month has been a lot. I think my body knew my life was shifting before he or I ever did. I was in pain every day for weeks from daily panic attacks. And it even manifested in extremely high fevers that took me out for almost a week. The only thing that healed me was my relationship ending. I was able to finally get all the answers to questions I had been fearing for so long. I finally had clarity and my pain went away and hasn't come back. For so long, I felt like he didn't love me and I was doing all that I could to fix that or change what I felt was, quote unquote, off. When in reality, he was struggling as well and just had to get to a place where he could see clearly and realize what he wanted and needed for himself. It sucks that it doesn't line up with what I want or how I thought our lives were going to play out. But here we are. Some time has con- gone by now. He has moved out of our, our house we lived in. We have met up once to discuss logistics that we still have together. We share a phone bill, a storage unit, um, and our three-year-old dog. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> We both want what's best for him because we have always treated him like our own child. He even acts like a human too. My ex wants to continue financially helping and splitting costs as well as being a part of his life. He wants to co-parent as much as possible so that his life isn't completely thrown off. I'm okay with that. My biggest fear was that he would want nothing to do with the dog and be gone forever. I think we can actually co parent and make it work. It's just a weird thing to adjust to. The other issue we came across was our friend group. We share the same friends. His friends are married to mine, and we are a part of our friends' kids' lives. It's all connected. We sat down together and talked at length about what we want. He doesn't want to be out of my life for good, he wants to try to coexist. He wants to be able to be at birthday parties and get togethers with all of our friends and be okay. I agreed because I think I do want that. I don't want to shut someone out that's been a part of my life for almost a decade. Is that bad? I think the thing that guided me the most during this conversation was how I physically felt during it. I had zero anxiety. My heart didn't even race when I saw him. I was calm aside from not being able to stop tearing up when we talked about our dog. I've never experienced this much peace during a breakup. I think what I need advice on is how do I tackle starting over now? I'm turning 32 soon, and I thought I would be married by the time I was 33. I had someone I was living with, and now I'm almost 32, living with my mom and two younger brothers. I feel like I've started over, and that's the part I'm struggling with the most. It's terrifying out in the world, and I was so happy and content where I was. I hope this makes sense, considering I'm still not even sure how I feel, how I'm feeling, and what I'm thinking. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate you both so much. Oof. Nine years. I just, I'm so, it's so, it's so hard watching anyone go through a breakup, but it's so, I still remember exactly where I was when she texted me what happened and I physically just felt sick to my stomach because when you get like that kind of front row seat in someone's life, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're so sad for the things that make them sad. So to watch a friend go through a breakup is just it's so hard to know exactly what to say, what they need, because because you want to say things that are going to make them feel better. But what's the typical response like you're going to be okay. You're so strong like this just means someone better is out there. And all those things are so
1: true. But in the moment, it just doesn't it doesn't help. Well, again, nine years. This isn't someone that broke up after six months or a year where you know they liked each other and that was really it like these this person intertwined her life with someone else for nine years that she's mourning something it's not a little breakup even like a three-year relationship doesn't compare to what this girl's going through like it's completely different and sometimes I think (laughs) with stuff like this it's better to not say anything yeah because the it's a loss yeah and it's almost better to just be there yeah you know I I, so I don't there's nothing to say
0: really and it's you know it's funny because you know every, every breakup is different right mm-hmm. like every breakup has a different core reason why a relationship is ending and with this one you know, obviously, like my initial response was like, "I'm going to kill him," <laughs> you know, and she like, you know, laughed with me, all those things. But, but it's hard when the breakup comes from something like this, where it's not. I think it's almost it's easier when they cheat or they like when they're douchebags and it's, yeah, it's, you're it's so like, much fine. easier to you're just the worst. hate them and to like be like, "Don't ever come around me." But I think for this, you know, obviously we've had vent sessions. We've had sessions where she's crying and like wishing like well for him. But, you know, for me, I think I think the part that I have the hardest time with in this situation is how do you let something get nine years into it where you're basically planning to propose Before you have these ginormous realizations. (laughs) Yeah. Like not only just like I get that I don't really know myself. And I think that there there are relationships that you can successfully take breaks if they're productive. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I would be like, oh, you feel like you need some self-discovery. Like why don't you like take a month, like take a trip, do what you got to do. Like I'll give you some space to work through what you're doing go to counseling like talk to your friends whatever because obviously if i'm with a person i want to support whatever growth they need right
1: and nine years you are gonna nine years down the road be with someone different than who you started out the relationship with. yes
0: yes um But for for you to be in nine years into a relationship where you're constantly talking about your future, getting married, having kids like you basically already are like have this family unit. You Mm -hmm. live together. You have this dog that you consider your kid and then to throw out, oh, by the way, I don't ever see myself getting married or having kids Mm -hmm. like that is the biggest like mind where. Like, how can you not
1: just sit there and be like, "What is what is happening?" Well,
0: I think that <laughs> what is that happening that goes to
1: show that this is on him.
0: Oh, f- a thousand percent.
1: Yeah, this guy clearly. Let let's let's say that this this feeling of not wanting to get married has let's pretend it's like always been there. That means he's physically been like pushing off these mm-hmm. feelings for years. Yeah. You know? Which is if, not fair. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That that's cruel. Totally. That's cruel. And if that's the person who this person is, who this guy is, then anonymous dodged a mother forking <laughs> bullet. Yeah, like yeah. Like if, if imagine being in a marriage with someone who is constantly pushing off and like issues. resenting real yeah. issues mm. you know if he just now came to the realization that he doesn't want to be married and have kids even though he's had conversations yeah. with you then that just goes to show the type of person he actually is he could be a great person yeah but he is nowhere near ready for a committed relationship yeah, yeah. and he's just now figuring that out yeah okay how old are we and also that's something you yeah figure out pretty early on. Or and it way comes before from, nine years. Yeah.
0: It comes from like something crazy happening to where you're like, oh, I don't think I want this, yeah, you know. And if you
1: don't see yourself being with someone, you you figure that out year one, year two. Yeah. You know? If you're if you're pushing four years, you're you're basically saying, Okay, I wanna live life with you. Yeah. You know, like we get along. Everything's working like I'm I'm in this. Nine? Yeah. There might as well be a ring on your finger. <laughs> I
0: just feel I feel like two for i i i'm not undermining what he's saying in his emotions
2: no. Clearly, you know right.
0: guys i'm homeboy has feelings i am practicing so much restraint by trying to be professional in the way that i'm addressing this because right now i am a friend who is watching a friend be hurt mm-hmm. so i don't care like, what is the mature whatever? When I when mama bear comes out, she's she's going for blood and to protect. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very I'm having a hard time, but I will restraint. I'm not undermining his feelings. And if that really is the way he feels, then obviously, like, I feel for him because I think he's he's got, obviously got a lot of searching and he's trying to figure out himself. But I also know him, and I have a really hard time believing that that is his future. Like, I see him as a husband. I see him as being a great dad. So I I just feel like, to me, I think sometimes we go through these identity things in our life. And to me, I feel like this was a very rash, like, okay, I— I don't think I want any of this and I'm throwing it out Mm -hmm. versus being like, okay, I've spent nine years cultivating a relationship. Maybe I need to take a step back and do some like figuring out. Yeah. Which like, maybe you need to get your own apartments and like, start dating again maybe you need to like maybe you guys got comfortable yeah or you maybe like there are some serious issues there that like we've got to discuss but for me what I have a hard time with is this poor girl for months has been feeling something's off and he's been dismissing her so she's like having anxiety she's feeling this tension she's feeling separation and when you are in a relationship you don't have a right to just like drag someone along while you figure stuff out without bringing them in into the light of what's going on Well,
1: exactly and if he let's say he did just all of a sudden start feeling this way for him to drop and completely cut off this relationship out of nowhere again anonymous dodged a mother forking bullet yeah like if he can suddenly feel something and then just say peace out to you yeah then you don't want to build a life with this person to begin with yeah and looking forward i'm honestly honestly and I, I know this person, but nowhere near as close as Taryn knows this person. So I maybe I have it from like more of an outsider's perspective, because I don't know him that well. Mm-hmm. But you have been living your life around this person for nine yeah. years. You've been planning, it's a you've been decade. coordinating, <laughs> you've been every decision you've made for the last nine years has involved this person. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, right now, you are given an opportunity to make the future, whatever you want it to be. And I think this next, I mean, I i will go ahead and say, it. it's gonna take you a while mm-hmm. to get over this. this, is a long time. The next foreseeable future is about you pouring into yourself yes. and taking care of yourself and, and doing things you've always wanted and not having to report to anyone yep. or include anyone or plan your life around anyone. If you want to go, like for me, something that's always been healing for me has been traveling. Mm-hmm. If you wanna to go to freaking Italy, yeah. ourselves right now guess what you can and you don't have to ask anyone for permission or yeah, like approval. be crazy like make stupid decisions like
0: have wake fun up,
1: with your life yeah. yeah wake up at like 4 a.m go to the beach and mm-hmm. journal just yep. because and don't tell anyone you know go for a drive um at like midnight yeah and go like chase the moon And don't tell a soul, because you don't have to, because you're an adult who's, you know, you can go by yourself and go live your life. Go listen to a a record in your room on the floor and cry, and don't have to tell anyone what's going on. What a beautiful place to be in your life. And I think you might have possibly missed out on that for a while. And now you get to like feed into your soul. This is an eat, pray, love moment for you. Yeah.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen.
2: The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter.
0: And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family.
2: Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned.
0: And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter.
2: Well, you're a daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more.
0: Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcast. I fully agree. And, and that's what's so hard is like when you're a friend. Of someone going through a breakup and you're you you acknowledge what they're going through. But it is interesting when you're on the outside and you can see that perspective because that's when I look at her and I look at she has gone through so much in her life in these past few years and I just see where, like, everything in our life is lining up towards these right directions. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this is a huge hit because that was one of the things lining up. Like, they were set to be engaged within the year. Mm -hmm. That's a hit. But I think that also, like, I think stuff has been orchestrating and getting together. And the fact that even, like, your body felt peace during this breakup that anyone else, like, I would be, like, on the floor unconscious if someone said that to me. Right? But... I think that you, this is a time where you need to focus on yourself and I really admire the both of you for being like, oh, we're going to, we're going to still be in each other's lives. We're going to still whatever. However, and yes, this is me being protective, but I've, I've been in that place where I was like, oh yeah, this is fine. Like I'm just, everything will be fine. And I think sometimes that does so much more damage of you trying to force yourself into that when you have every right to just be mad and not want to see this person. So I think that you really need to listen to yourself of what is right for you and his feelings and his what he wants is no longer your obligation to care
1: about. Yeah, obviously you have zero responsibility. Yeah, for his obviously
0: like you don't want to be a cruel human being. But at the same time, like you need to do what's best for you. And if if he's still picking up the dog or doing whatever, that's great. But I, I think your time of taking care of this person is done. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to focus on yourself
1: and letting yourself heal and move forward. Yeah, I think. The idea of staying friends is sweet. I think it's very unrealistic. Yeah. I think you know, after a certain amount of time going to hang out at a friend's house and seeing him there is going to get really old really fast. You're not going to want to see him. Well, I don't then, see that going well at all. Yeah. So, I don't think we should even plan for that. I and Give this is me, space, this is me yeah. speaking from my own personal experience. I would I would cut him off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not in a to get back at him way or to make you feel better way, but to protect yourself because even this might sound controversial, but (laughs) even sharing the custody of the dog and like stuff like that, I wouldn't give him an opportunity to see you when doing that. Like if he wants to come like pick him up, like he can, but I personally would, I think I would have to protect myself from seeing my ex. Got so it, if he it. needs to pick up the dog from a friend or from a family member, that's fine. Yeah. But like I wouldn't even allow myself interacting, even because of the dog, because I personally would start looking forward to interacting. You know, or I would start daydreaming about, oh, well, I'm going to see him. I'm probably going to brush my hair or put on a little bit of lip gloss. Do I want to put myself in that head space? No. Yeah. So I personally recommend space before even... Entertaining the idea yeah. of maintaining a friendship, and
0: I will say she's handled this like a breeze. Like she's been very mature and like, okay, we'll see each other, and and she's doing great. Mm-hmm. But I do think that subconsciously, when you put yourself in positions, it's hard not to get your hopes up. Yes. It's hard not to be like wanting to look. Good, oh, maybe. was he? Was he staring at me a little yeah. bit longer? Did he, like,
1: did he? Did he touch my lower back a little longer than like normal, or did he like? Yeah. When he tu- when he hugged me, was it a long hu- like that puts you in such a vulnerable place? Yeah. So I think I think
0: with every breakup, there needs to be a healthy amount of time yes. that there's space mm-hmm. um, to and prepare then- you
1: for seeing each other.
0: Well, too, when you're trying to play it like, "Oh, we're the cool, we're we're cool and and we're just like a normal couple and we're around." I think sometimes that makes you think you have to be in that headspace and then when you're not, like when you're not feeling good, it's like you have this, you're trying to force yourself to yeah. just be fine and okay. But I'm when, cool. I'm cool. When I'm really, cool. if you want to come to your friends and just talk crap about him, like you have a right to do that. That's yeah. like comes with the territory. So I just think this this is such a hard situation. And I think I think I can see possibilities of you guys being in each other's lives and coexisting. But I do think that you deserve to give yourself space to just be with yourself and to not have to be reminded of him all the time. Yeah.
1: And I think so it's I'm a saying. good thing to just remember. So, a little
0: protective. Absolutely. Of that
1: beautiful heart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's a really good thing to remember that what he did was very shitty. Yeah. It was poorly planned out. And essentially, if we're going to be blunt, he wasted nine years of your life.
0: Well, so that's so, an right? interesting thing because I know that like that feeling came up and was met with like just heartbroken of like this wasn't a waste like we had a beautiful life together Mm -hmm. things have just changed and so that's a hard dynamic to I think with any breakup that's what comes up is you feeling like oh my that's how I felt with my ex like four years of my life like and my prime years like my college years where I could have been like Going out and meeting new people and doing all these things. And I spent all this time planning my life with you. And then now I'm like starting over from scratch. Yeah. So it's easy to feel that. But I think, I think with time you start to see like, oh my gosh, I would have never gotten through the things that I went through if I didn't have this person by my right. side and I I was a person for them, and th- at times they had. So it's like you you tend to when you get past it, be thankful for those times. Yeah. But it's hard when you're like, I literally thought I was done, and now I have to go date with this yeah. terrifying dating app age. Like, Oof. no thank yeah, you. She so, wasn't even a part of to
1: begin with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't have even a fun thing. with that. No, it I've was, been joking was with her down. about that. <laughs> it was. What, what, what was that like? Uh, singles online internet. Oh, it was the nothing. You one. just met people. No, there was what was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, I can't think. There was an old like the original online dating site. It wasn't an app. Like it was a site. T Harmony. Uh maybe no. There was another one. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But like that's all that was around back yeah. then, and that was it, which is wild. But you know what? And maybe I should have worded it better. I'm not saying that your relationship no, no, no. was I, a waste. Yes. However. You're like, that's a chunk of my life. Where would your life be if you weren't planning it with someone else for nine years? Who knows? Like, there's so many, you know, so to a degree, I don't think we should downplay that there was something wasted. Maybe I still think you guys had a beautiful relationship and that's great and you learned from it and all of those things, but he still... I don't think we should take away what he did, and it was very this cruel was, of what he what he did was wrong. This was I'm a glad he finally curveball. came out with it. But like he handled that so wrong. And yeah. I don't think we should diminish what he did. And I think we should really give ourselves space and maybe not for the next foreseeable future plan things around him because he I don't know that, that he deserves that. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: it's hard when like this ginormous topic comes up. In your breakup conversation, like it's yeah. not
1: like we talked about this, yeah. and now let's kind of process. You don't want to like go talk about this first and even see if maybe it I'm just seems cool so like like what if what boom. if what if he had this conversation and she was like actually I don't care to get married I just want to be with you yeah you know he didn't even he not that that's what she's at but like he didn't even give her a chance to chat about it
0: well yeah because when I'm I mean when your lives are so intertwined with a person their issues become yours right so how do you deal with all of a sudden where it's someone saying no I have my own issues and I don't want this and leaving and you're sitting there like whoa I had zero control in what just happened Mm -hmm. and most of us have a semi tiny control issue of Mm -hmm. like needing to feel control for like security so how do you deal with that and even though I think she's at peace because obviously she, she had been it coming. feeling that yeah. tension. Her but gut clearly still, knew. I mean, I'm. I, it must still be just like. I'm sure she's still going th- going to go through many waves of different emotions coming from this. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just I'm excited for her and her life,
1: A thousand percent.
0: And I think that with any breakup, like we've said so many times, this next season. Just dedicate so much love and mm-hmm. time and support to yourself. Surround yourself by friends. Tell your friends what you need, like, up front. Be like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to talk crap. Hey, I don't want to talk crap. Like, whatever you need. And it's okay to go back and forth. Yeah,
1: let people know. You can know. hang out with your girlfriends one day and sh- talk. Yeah. And then the very next day be like, listen, don't say anything mean. I No, totally. You know, like, but it doesn't matter. In what you're asking advice on. I think
0: that you guys, maybe there is that out there in the future of coexisting and being peaceful and whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not a possibility, but I do think that you need a beat to Mm -hmm. just be with yourself, to process, to refine your own foundation before you start to build a new type of friendship with him. Like, I think you, you deserve time to just focus on yourself.
1: That's all I'm saying. A thousand percent. I completely agree. I think we need to stop giving him what he wants, maybe. Yeah. Because he he no longer deserves that. He's not your person anymore.
0: Yeah, you don't have to. You just have to worry about what makes you feel good or bad. If he wants to see the dog, he can come get the dog.
1: Yeah. But are you going to go, you know, he hurt you. And let's not forget that. So let's take care of ourselves first before entertaining any possible idea of relationship. Yeah. Friendship, whatever. Oof. I hate that. (laughs) We're triggered. Uh, It's just, it's just, this is the kind of stuff. How old is she? Almost 32? Yeah. This is the, and he's the same age? Yeah. It feels like something, a 23 year old. Twenty-one-year-old. It is a very like when you're younger, you usually go through those that kind of breakup. What just happened to her is the type of thing that happens when you're younger and still figuring yourself out. Yeah, you know, you're coming out of high school and your boyfriend breaks up with you because he was like, "I just, you know, I don't don't know that I want to get married." I'm like, "Of course you don't know. You're 23. Like you're still you're living life. You know, you don't expect that from a grown ass man. Yeah. So when that's his excuse or and or a reason." Um, it's just a little shocking because you're like, I'm sorry. Which is ha- You didn't think this th- th- through? Me, when she was telling me, I was like, huh? You didn't think this through four years ago when yeah. we were halfway, halfway yeah, through our relationship? I know.
0: It's so hard because I genuinely love him too, but I am mad at him right now. <laughs> F- figure it out. Because, yeah, it's just hard to watch this happen, but... I do.
1: um, That scares me.
0: I think everything in life happens for a reason and everything. Sometimes the most shocking things in life are like
1: just curveballs thrown in there to set you on the course that you need to be (sighs) on. Yeah, unfortunately, I would agree. I feel like a lot of the best lessons, a lot of the things I've learned came from very dramatic, very unexpected, the biggest slap in the face and you're sitting there like, your head's still spinning and you're sitting here going, this is probably good. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm learning so much right now and maybe this sets you up. Like Taryn was saying, maybe this sets you up for something in the future. Like maybe whatever your next step is you needed to be single for. Yeah. Maybe, maybe your next like few years you are focusing on your career and, and building yeah. that up for yourself, you know, or maybe someone else comes along and, And you know beyond the shadow of a doubt within the second you meet them that they're your person because you feel so taken care of and you never felt that before. You know, like you feel something different. You feel what was lacking in the last one. And maybe because of this past relationship, you can go into the next one and you'll know when it's right because it's so like opposite of what you experienced in the Fully. past you know there's so many reasons why
0: well and if you this can help if and you learn. look at your life like when I think back on my life and if you were to ask me like what are like specific things that shifted you into who you are now mm-hmm. Most of them are negative. Yeah. (laughs) Like, quote unquote negative, right? It's
1: almost always the case. It's always
0: something that literally knocks you on your butt. Yeah. And then the process of getting back up on your feet is so valuable. Whether it's um, after you got fired from a job, whether it's after you got dumped, whether it's after, like, a loss in your life. Like, the process of how we as human beings are just resilient Mm -hmm. and we take steps to pull ourselves back up, restructure, shift around things that need to be shifted and then take that step
1: forward. It always leads you to something that you were meant for. Yeah, and I think it's so important that I'm not saying you have to do this alone because definitely not. <laughs> you can like have your girls around you, your family around you, your friends to support you and, and help you on this path. But I think it is so important that you do it yourself. Like yeah. you, you take the first step up. Mm-hmm. Like you start dusting off your own shoulders. You go to therapy. You, you set yourself up for a successful future by doing all of those things for yourself. Yeah. You know, don't let someone come do it for you. I, 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 agree i think you need to have your support system but i think it's so important that you take hold of your mm-hmm. life like by the reins and you're in charge of the next the next step like that has to be from you not someone else
0: yeah and i think what would you say like in t- in times in your life where you got like just the crap kicked out of you like emotionally mm-hmm. mentally what would you say is like your number one thing you would tell people
1: in getting back up on your feet. Um, I think in this specific instance, and in actually just period, whether it was a breakup, a family thing or a work thing. Um, I've had a few instances in my life where I found myself sitting down and writing out what was bad and what was good. And, oh, interesting. Um, kind of letting go of the bad and taking the good interesting and I'm not I'm not a journaler <laughs> I've tried <laughs> for yeah. years and it just never took but every one of those serious moments I ended up journaling during those times those really yeah. stressful times and I am very um visual so I think lists helped me a lot and seeing yeah. like let's take the relationship for example like I had a breakup with a guy my like first love and I had to write out like why we can't be together yeah And then I had to take like write down like what was good about the relationship, what was bad, and I had to like let go of it. And same thing. There was one time when I was really happy with the job that I had, and I thought I was moving forward. And then I had to quit, and I ended up back at like my first job, and it felt like it's this whole like starting over thing, and I was devastated. And again, I had to do the same thing. Like there are so many reasons why I shouldn't be at that job, and I think it's good for me to see it physically.
0: That is really cool. I feel like that's brilliant because I think so often when we do get like shocked in life, we either have one of two things, right? Mm-hmm. We marinate on what we're mad about and mm-hmm. we just fixate and we're angry Which is good and, for a time, yeah, or a time <laughs> we put things on pedestal and focus on, oh my gosh, but it was this, this, and this, yeah, and almost like you know, like put it into this put it into our minds in a way of them. we're just longing for it and we're convinced we could never have better because this mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah. So I love how you wrote them down as a way of like expressing like getting it out mm-hmm. and then you chose like well these were awesome things like no matter what how toxic relationship was how unhealthy a job was I still had valuable things that came from that Mm -hmm. that I can choose to take with me Mm -hmm. as I move forward onto something new yeah
1: yeah I think I love that something I've always struggled with which you guys know me so well by now is I'm not good at articulating at speaking how I feel um so I think when I go through something very big and very life altering it's very helpful for me because I don't I'm not good at talking about it to write it down yeah and um, I've said this again so many times, but I think people come in and out of your lives for a reason. And I think there's nothing wrong in looking at this nine year relationship and being thankful for the good, but also being okay with looking at the bad and being like, yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. You know, it's amazing when
0: I refused to admit in my relationship that anything was wrong because I was so protective of mm-hmm. wanting it to be this beautiful thing. Yeah. And it wasn't until I had space from being broken up with that I looked back and I was like, what am I so sad about? Like it was so blatantly clear that that is not something that I want. And, and I think that's part of moving forward and it'll be interesting like with every breakup, like what clarity she's going to get months from now. Like once she gives herself space to not, Worry about anyone or to worry about having to be cool around or his him. Reputation,
1: like, yeah, she just, you know? I think
0: she needs like a bubble to process, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting. I remember <laughs> my one of my last conversations with my ex, he was like, How are you doing? and I was like, I'm good, and then I was like, You know, I think I really needed space, and he interrupted me and finished my sentence, and he said, Oh, to like work on your insecurities, because that was always his number one thing of why we had issues was because I'm insecure. So I really struggled for years thinking I was an insecure person. And then I realized, no, I was just being treated in a way I shouldn't have. And I was sad
1: because he was making me feel insecure.
0: (laughs) And I remember I was I looked at him and I kind of smiled and I was like, no, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say. I had space to take you off of the pedestal that I put you on. Mm-hmm. And I remember he just looked at me like, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But but it was true. It was like, no, I needed space to realize I was giving you power and influence on me that, like, you did not work for. That, like, you did not deserve. Also,
1: maybe a power that no one person should have. It, exactly. You know? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, love does things to you. Um, and I. that's why I think... That's why I think that it sounds fine to be friends right now because you guys are comfortable with each other. You guys have a life together and you want that. You know, you do love him. You still Mm -hmm. love him. Um, But I think that's going to change in the future.
0: Yeah. And 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 like
1: just because you feel it now doesn't mean that that'll be there. In and take
0: months. that pressure off of yeah. having to either be one or the other and nope. just let yourself be like, I am going through breakup. Like, let yeah. me process. Yeah. And then I'll figure out what
1: is best for me. Maybe when you want to share custody now. Yeah. Maybe in three months. You don't want to see his face. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you don't hang out with him or ever see him for six months. And then one day you're ready. Yeah, and you're like, hey, like there is no rule book Mm -hmm. on how this works and to pretend that there is one is just gonna hurt yourself because you're gonna have to like pretend like you're fine or you're going to, you know, have to like fake a smile in like a room full of people that you don't wanna be there with your ex. So I think moving forward, check in with yourself every day. Yeah. And just see where that leads you. Because I think I think focusing on yourself for for the next foreseeable future is going to be game changing. Mm And I think it'll where you find yourself might even shock you if you allow, like allow yourself to just take one day at a time.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, like with all of you, when we talk about your stories, and you know, we're so particular about our UA fam. Like we just love you guys all so much. Mm-hmm. But I really just I really do believe that everyone is their own catch, and I think we'll fi- like. When people leave our lives, I think it's okay and it's Mm -hmm. sad and you mourn it. But ultimately, that's that person's loss. And you're going to find a person who's going to stay and Mm -hmm. who's going to want the same things as you and do the work to stay with you and make a healthy relationship. And that's the person that you're going to be so excited to, like, put all your effort back into, you know, so. Every 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 time a door closes, I think that's just a sign that oh we we're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Ooh. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Yes. But...
0: I love you, girl. I'm gonna call you right after this <laughs> and tell you what we talked about. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for writing in. I it's funny like I. There's been a couple times where someone was telling me about something and I was like, I think because my mentality, I love our podcast so much that there are certain times where I'm like, oh,
1: you should write in. like We should talk about that on the podcast. I just had a chat with a friend of mine um, and she started up this, she was explaining the situation she's in and it sparked this whole conversation and I at the end was like, Listen, if you feel comfortable, yeah, please write it in because it was just such a great topic. And I was yeah. like, this, puts, this makes me question a lot. And I love mm-hmm. that. It's so fun. So I've done that multiple times. Yeah. I just recently did it yesterday.
0: Love that. <laughs> love that. Um, well, to everyone who's going through a breakup, we love you. Take time. I'm so sorry. Take time. Do what's best Focus for you. Focus on you. Eat, pray, love, baby. Yeah. Literally, what makes you happy? Like. Yeah. Find what makes you happy and do it and pasta. Refill. <laughs> Eat wine. Pray and love people. <laughs> Coffee. I read that book all the time when I'm sad because oh, it so makes good. me like so re inspired. So good. Yeah. Okay. Um
1: Okay. <laughs> so stupid.
0: Okay. I used to have a job at a calendar factory, but I got fired because I took a couple days off.
1: <laughs> My God. Ah, but, um, oh sh- bad. It's good. All oh, so right, guys. You made it to the dad joke. That means you are the absolute best. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you guys soon uh, on the next episode, which will be coming on a Monday. Yeah, will. Every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. Monday. All right. That's, that's <laughs> okay. so weird. Okay. Love <laughs> you guys.